Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of Mark Love's Podcast Pets and Pot Summer Shorts. So, Steve and I, we've decided to take a bit of a break from doing the full format podcast every week uh, while we have some nice weather in northern Ontario because, you know, it doesn't last long, so we have to enjoy it to the max. So, instead, during the summer, we're every two weeks, we're going to come out with a very short podcast, and what we're going to do is we're going to cover uh, one of the subjects from our podcast and we're going to take a topic from that subject. So this week, we're telling you guys uh, all about the Pet Rock, a fun little uh, fad from the 1970s. If you don't know about it, or if you want to know more about it, uh, just stay tuned after the theme song, and we'll tell you all about it. Have a great day, guys. Do you guys want to listen to podcasts? Okay. Fill your bowl, fill your pet's bowl, and open your ear holes. It's time for Mark Love's Podcast, Pets and Pot, where we talk about the podcasts, pets and pot that make life pleasant. Isn't that right, boy? Uh, Steve, how uh, how's uh, uh, how are you doing, buddy? This is uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. This is like the Super Express version of the show. Yeah, yeah. This is our uh, this is our uh, first uh, first episode of our summer shorts. So uh, these episodes are going to be you know I'm I'm not sure 15 20 minutes long, and we're focusing uh, on one of our subjects of the podcast. So it's either going to be a pet, a podcast or pot we're going to talk about and it's going to be a topic under one of those subjects um and neither of us are wearing shorts and uh what what's what do you mean well neither? you said it's our summer you said it's our oh summer it's shorts. our summer oh, okay and neither of us are wearing well i I'm just assumed you were you know going somewhere explicit and i was not uh, on that same train track as you for a second there so uh <laughs> um anyway uh so does this mean you're going to do like a two second pull Uh, No, no, there's going to be no pot involved in today's episode because today's subject uh, is uh, we're going to it's going to be under our pets uh, category and we're going to be talking about the pet rock. Uh, Steve, uh, before we kick off, what uh, do you know anything about the pet rock? And if you do, what is your uh, what is your knowledge uh, available to us? See, for me, the pet rock is as someone that went to school and always focused on marketing and a student of marketing. This was brought up plenty of times. This was the true, true gauge of how well marketers can do. And they created this product and I don't want to spoil. I want to let you do your explanation. So yes, I, I have heard how basically the, the ideal way of, of marketing to people and finding a way to make money when there was absolutely no reason to do to succeed there was no reason that this should have succeeded so what what fill us in mark tell us tell so, us what you've got well so my research none of it sort of focusing focused on the marketing aspect of it because I'm, I'm assuming that'd be specific to like a course you're taking in class but uh this was all uh this was just research on the, actually what the pet rock was so yeah. um this for- the pet rock i have to tell you makes the capitalist in me happy it makes my my money grubbing soul smile a little bit to know that someone did this and one day I may be able to pull this off. 
Well, you know, well, the, this idea has already been taken. But uh, for those of you that don't know what the Pet Rock is, uh, so back in 1975, uh, it was a very short-lived fad. Much like those, remember those fidget spinner things they had a few years ago that everybody was buying? and Similar to that kind of thing. Uh, everybody had one in their hands for a few minutes. Um, but this was, this was a Pet Rock, and it was... Um, well, you can usually have in your hand for more than a few minutes, Mark. Well, uh, well, well, yeah, I take my time with that kind of stuff, you know. Um, it was uh, it was uh, uh, invented by a gentleman named Gary Dahl, uh, who was an ad, uh, an ad executive. And what the uh, what the pet rock was was basically just a rock in a box uh with some uh with some like it just sitting on some wood wool a pile of wood wool um and it came with an owner's manual and uh and he came uh, he came up with the idea he was out with some friends one night and they were complaining about their pets sort of like the high maintenance aspect of owning a dog and a cat and stuff like that and he started like sort of brainstorming in his head what is the perfect pet and uh, and he came up with the uh, the idea of the uh, the pet rock, and um, he uh, it, it came out in 1975. Uh, he came up with the idea. He got some investors, a couple of guys threw in ten grand each towards the idea, um, and uh, and the, part of the reason that he came up with the idea it was uh, it was um, the U.S. had just been going through Vietnam and dealing with Watergate, and he felt like America needed some levity, and uh, and he came up with this pet rock. Um, which uh, which he introduced um, in August of 1975 at a uh, San Francisco gift uh, show, and it just blew up. Right? Um, it was uh, yeah, it was a rock in a box, Steve, and it came with a, a 32 page owner's manual, which I downloaded and read cover to cover to get an idea of what was involved. It was very humorous, lighthearted, uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was. Uh, uh, it was just this phenomena. Um, you say America needed levity. No, he needed levity by how much he f- giggled his motherfucking ass off when he went to the bank and saw all the money that he got from stupid people. Well, it was well, it's just this novelty, right? This is a seventies. Like I would have totally been into it. Why not, right? Like it was just this sort of kitschy thing um, that was just like, like, like you said, it was just it was a fad for a little while, and uh, and people ate it up, right? And and like, yeah, the guy became a millionaire because of it, and good for him. Like that's I have no problem with that at all, right? It was uh, I was just it was a remarkable like just this idea and really. It wasn't even a rock. The rock that was the most expensive part of the whole thing. It was the creating the box and the whole the manual and that whole aspect of it. Because that's what you're paying for, really. It was just a sort of novelty thing to have on a shelf, right? Yeah. And some of the data mark that I pulled up after you said it. So did do you have in your notes there what he sold the pet rock for? He sold I well that was that was a quiz I was gonna ask you. He sold he sold the pet rock for four well three ninety five, which was about the equivalent of twenty two dollars uh today. And you could actually buy it on Amazon still for twenty nine ninety nine with this uh this pet rock. Um and uh so and okay, so Steve, if you do if 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 you haven't gone too far into it, how many do you think he sold in that first year? 
You know, and I'll give you I'll give you some. Do you think he sold less than a million uh, between a million and two million and more or more than two million? Oh, a, the equivalent of twenty two dollars in 1970. Wasn't the gas crisis going on at, at that time and inflation? Well, no, but there was no gas to spend your money on. So may as well buy oh, true, pet yeah. rocks, right? So buy know? a pet rock. So I will say uh, B, I'm going to say around two million. So so he sold they sold between 1.3 and 1.5 million. That's what they that that that's where the figures were. And at $4, you know, a uh, I think that, I think I read that, it, that he they made about 95 cents per uh like, you know, after everything was all said and done and all the costs associated with it, they made about 95 cents per pet rock being sold. So that's still like, let's say a buck each, that's still a million and a half bucks. Like the guys that invested $10,000 into it, walked away with $200,000 and he bought them each a Mercedes and then they sued him later for more <laughs> and they won, you know, that they, of course uh, they did, you know? So, okay. I got, so I've got a couple of things here for you, Steve. So, uh, so yeah, so some interesting facts here, the, the, the rocks and the pet rock actually only cost a penny each. Um, he got them from, uh, Mexico's Rosarita beach. He was able to buy them in bulk, a penny each. Um, uh, let's see here. What's the quiz. Okay. Here. I got some quiz stuff for you, Steve. So Gary doll, he invented the pet rock. And so the next year he decided, you know, like I'm going to invent something else and, and sell it to these stores. Right. So here, which of these is the thing that he invented the next year that came out? Was it the sand breeding kit, the canned tornado, TV glasses, or mood mugs. Jesus Christ. Those are all horrible. Yeah. Um, he invented one of those things the next <clears throat> and, and introduced it the next year. I'm going to go with the TV or sorry, the mood, the mood glasses. The, everything no, no, there's TV fun. glasses or mood mugs. Uh, sorry, the mood mugs. I'm going to say the mood mugs. No, no. He invented the sand breeding kit. And uh, and then he came up with something called the canned tornado. Oh no, uh, canned earthquake. And that oh. was uh, that was like a, apparently a, a coffee can with some mechanism that uh, just it just bounced around your uh, coffee table for you. Yeah. Have you ever tried breeding in the sand? That doesn't end well. There's a lot of chafing. Hey, and, and no, I I think it was. Where do I have it in my notes here? I think I had a little. Uh, I. Uh, Let's see here. Um, yeah, he. There was the official sand breeding kit, which claimed to provide guidance on growing sand, and canned earthquake, which consisted of a coffee can that had a wind-up mechanism that caused it to jump around on a table. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's Christ. what he. Uh, that that's those were his post pet rock <laughs> inventions. So where was he based out of? Because I'm thinking shipping rocks from Mexico. No, he's in California, right? So if he's in okay, Southern so California, right, he's probably just getting them and just just putting them in a truck and bringing them across the border. Um, and yeah, it's uh, the, like the pet rock, the uh, the pamphlet. Uh, it says uh, your pet rock will be a devoted friend and companion for many years to come. Rocks enjoy a rather long lifespan, so the two of you will never have to part, at least not on your pet rock's account. 
And once you have read, once you have transcended the awkward training stage, your rock will mature into a faithful, obedient, loving pet with one, oh, but with but one purpose in life: to be at your side when you want it to, and go lie down when you don't. Yeah. How did? See, in the era, see, and again, this is this is the difference between now and then. Now, there would be a kajillion knockoff pet rocks on Amazon if someone came up with that idea today. Tell me someone did not knock this shit off. Oh, yeah, absolutely they did, right? Because apparently he didn't put a patent. There, there, I, I read that, like, something, he didn't put a patent on the, on the idea. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, it could have been knocked off because he was getting a lot of people who were approaching him with their sort of, like, you know, their knockoff pet rock ideas, right? Like, you know, something else in a box, right? Because it was, it was more, you know, it was more about the packaging and then like the manual, right? Like the, he came up with a 32 page manual on how to take care of a goddamn rock. And I read it, I read it cover to cover, you know, like, you know, at the, at the very front, it says important, do not remove your pet rock from its box before reading item one in in this booklet and then item one is like your new rock is 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 very sense uh, your new rock is a very sensitive pet and may be slightly traumatized from all the handling and shipping required in bringing the two of you together while you may look in on your new pet from time to time it is essential that you leave your rock in its box for a few days. Like he's made a whole friggin' thing about it, right? There's a, there's a training section in here. It's telling you it's lineage. It's, you know, like this guy, he came up with a really creative and that's what you're buying. I guess you're buying, you're buying the training manual, right? It's there's, yeah. there's a, like, it's teaching you how to, you know, teach it to play dead, you know, the simple training stuff. Teach it stay, yeah. teach it sit. But then there's like, you know, oh, there's a good, there's a few in there. Teach it like attack training, right? Which is basically, you know, you throwing the rock at someone rock. or hitting someone with the rock, right? <laughs> but there's attack training in here. It's, yeah. you know, so it's, it's someone, I, you know, this guy, it made him a millionaire and good for him. I think it was, uh, you know, a pretty ingenious idea. I was thinking I might go out and buy myself one just to have it. Like, I think it looks neat. The box looks pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and Andy Sandberg stole was did a, a spin off of that too. He did a spin off of the Pet Rock. Well, the something in a box. He had Dick in a oh, box. Oh, geez, on, there on you SNL. go. That's it. That's yeah, exactly. You well, put anything in a box. That's oh my god. See, well, and that's the thing, right? With the uh, with the pet rock, like it does have like a cult sort of status because I did find out that um, like there's a whole scene in the movie Office Space. You, have you seen Office Space? Yeah, yeah. There's a whole scene in the in the in uh, in that where they're talking about the pet rock, um, and uh, and yeah, uh, it's uh, you know it's you know he made a million bucks. It's uh, he's estimate they've estimated that he sold about a one point five million pet rocks at three ninety five each. So it's. Uh, you know, it's it's a phenomenal little fad that was like here and gone. In 1976, they tried to come out with like a bicentennial edition uh, of the Pet Rock because that was uh, America's bicentennial. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, they came out with T-shirts and, and other things along those lines. Um, I think uh, they, you know, they came out with novelty stuff like you get a, you get um, a college degree for your uh, for your Pet Rock. Um 
Yeah, it was. Oh, Steve, I had a I had another fun fact for you. So, um, you know the term, you know the word Excelsior, right? Yeah. You know, and you know it from Stanley and Marvel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what else Excelsior is? No. You know the wood wool that the uh, rock sits on, like it's basically shaved wood that looks like a wool. That's called Excelsior. That's- Oh, I learned I learned that in this. So I thought, oh, that's a neat little Marvel. Uh, you, know, you know, we're big Marvel fans. So uh, I thought that was worth knowing. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, uh, the pet rock. So, so I heard that he's dead, though. So the pet rock that's still being sold. Did you find out? Did he spin it off to someone? No, did, he like, I don't think I think anybody I think I didn't see who it spun off to. But from what I was reading, because his company, he called it Rock Bottom Productions. So if you called them, it, the receptionist would answer, uh, you've reached rock bottom. Uh, that was his whole, that was, that was it. That was the whole point of calling it rock bottom productions. Um, but, uh, no, I, I didn't, I didn't cause he died in 2015, I believe. Yeah. He passed away in 2015, but I read somewhere that because he didn't, uh, he didn't patent something about it. Like he didn't really own the rights to it. Like, you know, I think anybody could just have their own, like, you know, just make it and put it out there. Right. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, it's jeez. Um, uh, Where am you I? You said right you now? can still get one today. Like yeah. If you went oh yeah, you totally. You like can... if if I went to, if I went on to Amazon, I could definitely find a pet rock that uh, that um, that is available. And I think if I when I was looking, it was like thirty bucks. So you know that's pretty close to being uh, pretty close to being there. Okay, Amazon. Okay, pet rock. Amazon. See, we can just edit all this part out. Oh, there we go. Shop by Amazon. Nope, I don't want that. There we go. Okay. Oh, wait. So it is still by Gary Dahl, the original Pet Rock by Gary Dahl on Amazon.com. So it's 30 bucks US right now. So I guess someone still owns... uh, Because there's like Rock Buddy you can buy, but the Pet Rock, I guess with all his stuff... Uh, that's still available is is under um, under Rosebud Rosebud Entertainment LLC. Um, so I, I they probably bought the rights after he passed or at some point. And because uh, in the end he um, Gary Dahl he uh, he decided he was going to uh, buy a bar and renovate it. And then after an eight year break from because uh, he was an ad executive uh, after an eight uh, so he took an eight year break from marketing and then went back. Um, but yeah, he passed away in 19 or in, uh, 2015. Um, and I believe that yeah, he would have been like in his seventies, uh, at the time. Uh, but yeah, uh, the pet rock, a, uh, a pet phenomena, uh, from the 19, uh, 1970s that, uh, is still, you know, still, still, uh, finds its way into, uh, in, you know, into, you know, the modern day, everyone kind of knows it or heard of it or, you know, if you've, uh, and if you never have, then, uh, there you go. There's your first uh, uh, d- dipping your toes into the world of the pet rock. Steve? That was any- a cool topic, Mark. That was awesome. I mean, that was, like I said, I knew about it from the marketing side, and it was always something that was brought up in classes. But, uh, no, good good find and a good way to tie it into yeah, it was, a pet discussion. It was fun to it was fun to learn about the uh, the pet rock. And, it, you know, it's fun to you know still be able to do a little bit of a podcast, you know, for our listeners and, and – uh, 
you know, at least uh, still, you know, c- communicate with them through our summer, uh, our, our summer of 2023 here, where we'll be out on the golf course a lot and uh, playing some really awful golf. Um, but we'll be back in two weeks with uh, our next topic. And Steve, do you know what our next topic is going to be? Do we tell people or do we let them wait in in baited suspense? No, I'm willing to tell them, but I bet you have no idea what we're talking about on the next I episode. I have no fucking idea. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> schmuck on the side. I just show up. So we're I mean, still doing show prep. We're, we're still gonna about? be uh, we're still gonna be uh, uh, under the subject of uh, pets. We're still gonna follow that path, but we're gonna be talking about the uh, tamagotchi. Do you remember that what the what that thing was? I I actually had a tamagotchi well actually i i didn't as much have a tamagotchi as stole my sister's tamagotchi because she's incompetent so i I used hers okay so then uh, uh, well steve you'll have some experience to share with us uh when we talk about that uh i won't tell you what the tamagotchi was uh if you uh but that's what we'll be talking about um on our next uh mark loves podcast pests and uh, pets and pot uh summer shorts uh steve uh it was a pleasure uh, it was a pleasure seeing you and chatting with you it's been a couple of weeks uh i will uh, i'll see you out on the golf course uh, uh in a couple of weeks i think uh yep and uh we'll and uh we'll be talking about the tamagotchi again uh guys uh thank you for joining us uh steve it was a uh, pleasure having you and uh i will see you in a couple of weeks sir all right guys thanks for listening in and uh, go buy yourself a pet rock And we talk about show prep. I, I didn't get in because you started going to the goodbye or whatever, and I'll save it for the next one. But my show prep is making sure my fucking iPad's charged. That's okay. the only show prep I do. There you go. And that's all. You, and, and if you <laughs> fail at that, Steve, then, you know, you're useless to me, my friend.